Yeah, everybody, Rafael Injection back again with another episode of Fortunato Podcast. How are you, man? Good, right, you? Yes, tudo bem, muito man. bem, tudo muito bem. Ótimo, ótimo. So, um, Jackson and I were discussing a little bit um, on the episode of today, and before we do all of that, there's something that uh, we're discussing together as a new reminder that we're trying to do each week for you. In uh, a phrase, an Italian phrase that I was searching there, the, the what what can we do to tell everybody that, and to remind everybody how lucky you are. So there's a phrase that is, is in Italian to say fortunato. You are lucky. You're blessed to be in this in, in this situation that you're right now, in this country, or if you're out of the country in the in the in the all the opportunities that you have around you, you're still lucky to be in that position. And there's a lot of things on the future for you that is come is gonna come, and and for us, we ha uh, we we like to be reminded that every day because we have experience from Brazil for Jackson for me in Venezuela, and and I got reminded today I was just driving towards the academy today I always hear a podcast here and there in the morning, and the person was saying oh always uh, they were like introducing to each other and everything uh, greeting each other. And the person say, "Oh, grateful! I'm grateful today." So, I uh, I was trying to tell Jackson that I think this is something good to be reminded each week that to say for tonight, you're lucky, you're blessed. We have to be grateful of what we have and and what is going to come, and and that's going to be the topic of today almost. And this is a perfect introduction to that phrase to to introduce you to what is perspective. And that's going to be the topic, basically, of what, of what we're going to talk about today. So perspective for us of what we're going to talk about is the different experience that we have, Jackson and I have, in back in our own country. And how do we have perspective to learn and to don't have many issues in here in the U.S.? Most people in the U.S. live here with a lot of problems. And we don't see any of those because we have real problems. Uh, and not to say not uh, most people uh, didn't have any problems, but we have a different level of problems on survival mode problems. And here you have a, a different level of problems. They're still real, but uh, they're not as survival as uh, or as hard to deal with as, for example, in Venezuela right now, there's no lights in 14 states. That's something that, that happened again. So you have no lights. You can't charge your phone. You can't. Uh, cook most meals. You don't have water sometimes because it's not the water is not pumping or anything. So you have real situations that you literally don't have any water, don't have any energy. How you how can you live? You have yeah. kids and how can you deal imagine, with it? Imagine imagine a person in Venezuela that have that reality now of yeah. don't have water in the house and uh, don't have power in the house, and then you get that same person and you transfer him here to the U.S and put him to live in uh, the cheapest one-bed apartment you can find in Houston, Yeah, right? And how happy that person would be just to have that one-bedroom apartment that probably anybody on our circle would feel that apartment there. It's yeah. like, no, you know, like one-bed apartment in a very cheap neighborhood, you know? But imagine that person that's living in Venezuela right now that don't have anything, if he, that person have this apartment right here, how big of a perspective angle he would be able to analyze and see like, 
how much it improved, even though that would not be improvement for us, you know, but a lot of people would get a big, big difference just in this transition of realistically what they live in, improving to a, another situation that for us is not the best, yeah. you know, and uh, I, was, uh, I was very fortunate to spend last week in California in the Summit Lifestyle events with people from over the world there and uh, people from many backgrounds and I learned so much from the people there because everybody was asking me about hey how's Jiu Jitsu in Brazil how's the how's the academy there you know how's training there and brought me back like to think about how's the how's the reality training a Jiu Jitsu academy in Brazil like 20 years ago when I started like a gym without AC the door didn't even have a lock, you know, the door don't even have a key, but the gym was always open, you just go there and throw the, 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 the door up and you walk in and out anytime you want, and, and that was like the top gym at that time, you know, like mm -hmm. we used to say like, oh, our gym is really, really nice, but looking back today and look for the gym that we have, that's not like the dream yeah. place yet, but comparing what I have here in the U.S. today with the gym it's I started training 20 years ago, five stars hotel. <laughs> yeah, it's just everybody's gears hanging out there, all dirty, you know, and people just grab those gears and training mm, in Brazil. Yeah, back in Brazil, and uh, and and here you see like sometimes you look to a student and his nail is a little bigger, and you come, hey man, come on, just cut your nails. And if I go back there, like nobody really care about that, you know, the perspective is totally different, you know, and I can tell. Uh, a lot about this. I can talk about this the whole day long, how much my life have improved in these 17 years I've been on the road, living in London and, uh, and living here in the US. I remember when I just moved to London, my family was asking me, my friend was asking me like, hey, how's life there? Is that very cold there, right? It's, the transportation is really bad, right? And I could not see those problems. I could never see those problems of the weather being bad, the transportation, the public transportation be a nightmare, you know, and I, I, I always heard people complaining about London lifestyle is really hard, and it is really hard comparing to the US life that I have here now. If I look back to London, it was harder. If I look back to Brazil, it's even harder, you know, so it's, that's the only way that I, I really appreciate what I have here today. Uh, I can't say enough how much I appreciate what I have, you know, and probably the main factor of my appreciation is my background, you know, coming from a much poorest, much poorer lifestyle, you know, facing a lot of challenges in life, fight for, to have the minimum, you know, simple things. the simple things, and now here we have pretty much like everything you want, you know, in the US, if you work hard and and you really dedicate yourself for what you want, you can easily succeed, you know, easily, when I say easily, it's comparing with other countries, you know, if you go back in Brazil where I was, maybe you can be like the best on what you do and you're still not able to succeed because of politics, because of people that are going to be on your way, because of jealously that people are gonna be of your success and gonna try to take you down, you know, and, uh, and the business aspect here in the US is much more fair. And I know that everybody cannot appreciate that, 
you know, unless like you get off the country. You know, I tell that to people all the time, like, hey, get off your comfort zone, go live in Costa Rica for a year, go move to Mexico, live there one year, go yeah. there and see how how you're gonna go to a different country, not being able to communicate, not knowing anybody. And then live in that place for one year and then come back to the US and then you're gonna see how beautiful life is here. Yeah. You know, I have been in many different places and I think US is one of the top countries and the American dream that everybody talks is very, 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 very possible to achieve here. You know, if you're a hard worker and uh, and you're willing to grow, I think you can do it. And if you have a background of, you can appreciate what you had before and what you're gonna have now, it's it's gonna be a big step ahead on your success. When was it? When was the time in in? It can be here, it can be London, that you feel that you use that perspective, like, oh, it's not that bad. Like it's not that bad here in London that it's raining every day. It's not that bad here in Houston that so when you're comparing everything from yeah. Brazil. Yeah, the first thing like uh, I really felt in London when I moved there. Uh, I didn't speak any English, I didn't have friends, apart from jiu-jitsu friends that I immediately connect with a lot of people through jiu-jitsu. But I remember my first job, I started working in a restaurant as a cleaner. I was cleaning the floor, I was washing dishes, and I remember my first paycheck, when I got my first paycheck, right? It was a, a, weekly, a weekly pay, and I got my first paycheck, and I paid my rent for the whole month with my weekly wage. Yeah. And then I had money left over for food, and I could go to the store, to the to the electronic store, and buy a a mini disc. You know this this yeah. device that you put a uh, CD in. Yeah. And there is two batteries that you put with the headphones, and that was my dream my whole life. When I left Brazil, oh, I have this desire this. to have this mini disc compact player. Yeah. You know, and I remember like in Brazil, if you get one of those, you're going to get like from a friend that he don't use that anymore. Maybe he's a have a rich family that gave him a new model and you may purchase that used one to have it. And I remember like I walked in the store and I brought a brand new one, you know, <laughs> and that was like, wow, that was one week of work. I pay my rent for the month. I have money for food. And I can have a brand new mini disc, <laughs> you know. And that was like I was, so I was already overwhelmed with that power of buying that yeah. new device, you know. And then imagine my second paycheck. I already had the rent paid. I had money for food. I had the mini disc, <laughs> and I had that whole week of pay of of the paycheck to me for Less, to do yeah. any, anything I want. And I remember three months after. I had a lot of money. <laughs> Three months after, I had a lot of money. I've paid everything I had to pay. I bought a brand new shoes. I had this mini disc. And uh, yes, I, I was rich. I was feeling rich, you know, and uh, I could not I could not have time to think about the bad weather or oh, the man. public transportation waiting the bus stop for 30 minutes for the bus to come under the rain. That was just cool, you know, that was just nice because I have my money full of, my pocket full of money. <laughs> and uh, of course I was still like cleaning restaurants and uh, I was totally overwhelmed with the the power of achieve things, even though like I was right on the bottom, you know, but I was able to do things that I could not do in Brazil. You yeah. know, now imagine when I was able to buy my first car 
in London, you know, I bought this van, you know, I went there like cash. I went there, like, how much is the van? Ah, it's uh, 2,000 pounds. I say, yeah, I want it. I want it. Here's the money. Give me the van. I got in the van. I turn <laughs> on. And that was my van right there. And that was like probably like a month and a half of work. Yeah. You know, I went there and I bought a car. And uh, back in Brazil, it'd be like five years long, you know, with the biggest interest rate you can get to have a very old car, you know. And then a couple of years after, I was able to buy an Audi. <laughs> I bought this A4 Audi. Oh my gosh, I could not believe it. It was an old car. But it's like, you, man, you. if you have an Audi in Brazil, you are the person, like you are the Superman, <laughs> you know? And I had this Audi there in London for many years. I was driving this car all over. The insurance was cheap. And another thing too, you go to the gas station and you fill up the tank all the time. No you problem. know, in Brazil, you go and you put like five bucks, 10 yeah. bucks. And, uh, and you put the car in neutral to go down the hill, <laughs> <laughs> you know? So you save that money. So. It's, uh, I'm very thankful to, to climb up to the ladder in life. And I have this background that make appreciate everything what I have here, you know? What about your experience with this? You didn't have too much time living in Venezuela. You came to the US when you were younger. And uh, I know that you appreciate everything you have today. I see that. And, uh, but what's your, what's your view on, on that? Yeah, for me, um, I lived in Minnesota till I was 17, but um, I went, I was raised in Venezuela, so four to 17 years old, so basically 13 years. And just the experience that I had there, just seeing the country as, as it is, and I, I wasn't poor or anything, so I had everything that I needed, but just being there and worry about getting robbed uh, I, I didn't have any uh, any car or anything there so I was either walking or my friends mm -hmm. take me to the school or stuff like that um, and then I didn't worry about much food I had a roof I, my mom supported me and everything so didn't have much to worry but just the experience of living there mm -hmm. that's just more than enough for me to be here and say I'm good I'm good right. like I'm good on everything and, <clears throat> and I was lucky enough to have I, I said this uh, this to one of the students yesterday that they had the um, I was born with a with a dad that my dad doesn't care much about partying or drinking or anything. Right. So I got those same same personality traits or same genetic. So I, I didn't need to party that much or eat it, uh, eating uh, stuff here. I have a sweet tooth, but I don't need that much of uh, of uh, food. Uh, food that is junky food or stuff like that so it's cool to see both perspective on that part that in that culture mm -hmm. as well you party a lot you drink a lot and then at the same time you have to be worried about the uh, not of course driving uh, on, the, on the influence or taking a taxi by yourself or walking on the street at night um, then there's some uh, at that time it was 2011 Venezuela wasn't that bad but after that two years later started the situations on the supermarkets like no food in the supermarket mm -hmm. and just doing a let's say let's cook it uh, let's cook whatever uh, grill 
um, on Sunday here in the US. You can have it in a, in a few minutes. You go to Kroger, mm-hmm. boom, no problem. You buy everything. You have everything to set to set and go and cook with your family and friends. At that time and now, the last time that I went in Venezuela was 2016, I believe. In 2016, it was a week to do that grill with the friends and family. Mm-hmm. We have to wait a week to find everything that we needed to cook. So that's one of the reasons that I said that I'm not coming back because I'm in vacation and then you can't enjoy anything because right. it's everything is a it's it's a the work for everything. Is already getting really bad. Yeah, and then so so that stuff, just that little experience here and there, I wasn't suffering or anything like that. I was fine, but just that little experience that that Jackson was talking about as well, just that little uh, uh, period of your life you get to uh, to learn from the, those things and you come in here to a country that they don't have that problem at all yeah. nothing um it's cool to have that because you know how to appreciate a little bit better yeah and to understand that there's nothing uh i think having this chance and having this peace of mind i think that's the best thing that you mm-hmm. can maybe to express it is a peace of mind mm-hmm. and then there's always a, there's a guy that i listen to that he always says <clears throat> that we and uh, that the <clears throat> common American doesn't have perspective on anything. And there's a huge like stat that most Americans don't have their passport. They don't travel much. Right. So imagine someone that doesn't travel much, and then they don't have the perspective that they live here their whole mm-hmm. life, and they don't know that there's struggles right, in right. other people. And there's one one, uh, one example that he gives like oh, uh, there's people that complain when their Wi-Fi is slow. Mm. man <laughs> when your wi-fi is slow like shut up yeah. like put your phone down your wife is slow they'll probably restart but mm-hmm. don't complain about just your wi-fi is slow it doesn't matter like just do something else go yes. cook or run or whatever there's people literally that complain about that maybe their job is connected with the wife of course like every single one of us or it happened i think last week uh, instagram facebook and whatsapp was down Oh man, I bet what millions of yeah. people were complaining. Oh, I can't post today. Life is gone. I can't post. Yeah, I remember. So, I remember God, a funny no. story uh, <laughs> when I went back to Brazil last time talking about Wi-Fi. Uh, <laughs> I see like next to my house there is this guy that he stay in front of my neighbor's house, just leaning on the fence on his phone, right? And he's there in that spot every day. I pass and I ask my mom, like, what is this guy doing there? And my mom said, no, he's stealing the Wi-Fi from that house. <laughs> you know, he knows yeah, exactly yeah. the spot yeah, that he goes spot. there and he leaning on the fence with the phone very close. So he could like check stuff on his phone and stealing the Wi-Fi from the house. And, uh, and sometimes people complain about the internet is low and stuff like yeah. that, you know? And another thing that's uh, talking about perspective, you can really relate that with your health, right? Uh, people, me, and everybody, you know, that's you don't have you don't have discipline, right? <coughs> you eat a lot of bad food for a long time, and and then you end up like getting a very serious disease, you know. And then you look back, and then you say like, oh my god, you know, now I'm in this position here that I have this serious illness here that I have to take care about and then you go through that and you you solve that problem and then you cure yourself and then after that that person gonna eat super clean and gonna start yeah. to exercise you know so know. and uh, and that's that's uh, I can relate that with myself when I had the back injury today 
the way I look for that situation of my herniation disc is that was the best thing that ever happened to me, you know, because make me appreciate much more all the way that I move, the posture, the study with foundation training, you know, because I had that injury. So give me a perspective of life before and after. You know, I remember before I was young and always sitting in any position I want and I didn't care about that, you know, I was never stretching. Ah, no, hey, let's warm up before training. Ah, let's just train, man, no warm up, no stretching, no mobility study, you know. Yeah. And, uh, and then I broke and I was able to find something that really put me in a different position. And I, how much I appreciate now to sit, you know, and yeah, to move and move yeah. and breathing with the right being no pain concept, being pain free, you know. And sometimes you need that slap on the face to wake up and give value for what you have and uh, watch what's happening to you before, you know. And, and that happened to me as well in the part that my family, my grandfather has diabetes and and have hypoglycemia, and that the perspective of being a little bit younger and when i was younger i was uh not fainting all the time but that was a common thing that happened to me when i was younger mm -hmm. and and having that past when i came here to the u.s and i started discovering what i can eat a little bit better and what i can change on my diet and my routine that's when I started to notice, like, I don't want to faint anymore. I don't want to, my, and my head hurts every time before uh, when I didn't eat for four to five hours mm -hmm. or, uh, or I feel like just uh, without energy. <clears throat> so that having that pain on, on the past and understanding that, that I can, uh, if I don't do the things that I have to do, I can go back to that, to that path and, mm -hmm. and not being uh, healthy at all. So like you said, like just having that experience of both sides, when I want to go or how do I want to feel and avoid that pain before and avoid all that stuff, all that situation is, is, is something that is really important. And I think that most people should have to look for, for experience so that way they understand both situations and, and understand that there's a trade-off always but there's something that an option that is uh, way better that you think that is worth the pain of whatever work that you have to do to get it. Mm -hmm. So that's something that for me that, um, for example, today that I got reminded of being grateful, I just uh, woke up at five in the morning and so I can go to the gym and everything before I had to work out and then clean, clean the gym a little bit organized so everybody steps, uh, comes in. Um, just the person say, oh, be grateful because I'm waking up because I want to be there yeah. and work out and then see everybody and, and, and teach with you and everything, yeah. so. Appreciate the opportunity, yeah. right? Yeah, that's uh, that's uh, something that we all should think about, you know? And sometimes yeah. it's hard, you can't judge people because they never had the experience to do that, you know? But you can always, if you ever be in that spot of not having opportunities and have to fight life in a much harder way, either with your health or financially, you know, remember those days that you were struggling and you didn't have money and now you have it and you can, you can buy stuff and you can feed your family and your family is well, nobody's sick, you know? Yeah. So um, always think that there is somebody, like look over your shoulder and look back and think 
that whatever position you are, there is somebody that's in a worse position than you. You know, there is somebody that's right now is wishing to have what you have. Even that's, you know, you are in the worst case scenario of your life, you're in the worst position, there is always somebody in a worse position than you. Yeah. You know, so give value for what you have and, um, and appreciation and uh, have a perspective of the before and after. It's something that really make you grow as a person and give you the ability to help other people too. You know, I feel, I feel that I'm much more able, I have a bigger ability to help other people because I have this background, you know, I came, uh, um, I came from a much harder life situation and today I feel like I'm on top of the hill and the, every, the more, the better it gets, the more I appreciate the past. Yeah. And uh, I was in California and uh, I talked with a friend of mine and he told me like, oh, life in California is really hard, you know? <laughs> and uh, I was thinking like, oh, maybe life in California, he lived in California before and now he lives in Texas. So that's the comparison that he do, like Texas to California. Maybe he think life here, the cost of living is cheaper and uh, he can have a better car here, can have a better house. So he compares Texas and California, like California is a hard place to live. And uh, of course, me, with my experience, I totally disagree with that. You know, I would either be good here or either be good in California, even mm -hmm. that I have to live in a smaller house and have an older car or have to buy a cheaper, food options that I do here, I would still appreciate living in California anyway. You know, even if I have to work in a restaurant there in California, work in a, in a job that I don't like, I would still appreciate to live there because I lived in places that don't give me any opportunity that I can get in California, you know? And uh, talking with Uber drivers and people that I met there, you know, people always ask me like, hey, how's life in Texas? I heard that's very cheap there. You know, I heard that you can live better there. And uh, my answer is like, there's good things there, but there's other things that you have in California that you cannot get there. Yeah. You know, the weather, the nature, yeah. the lifestyle, people are much more active there. You yeah. know, I think the quality of life there Maybe you cannot buy as much you can buy here. You don't have access to this power of, of purchases, you know, but there's other things that you cannot get here, you know? So everything that is its own place, you know? And uh, if you if you really want to challenge yourself, I know that everybody cannot do this, you know? And if you think that your life is not really good right now and you have a lot of problems to solve, you know, get yourself doing something that's going to make you appreciate this more. You know, I don't know, maybe set a budget of what you can spend with food for that month and you cannot go over that budget. You know, like you have $150 to buy food for the whole month and do that for one month. And then the next month, put $300, put double of it to buy food and you're going to appreciate that more. You know, I think this is something very valuable that you can learn. And um, yeah, I think mm. that's... There's other things as well, the other exercises that I was uh, um, thinking, and then we can transition to what perspective can do to your jiu-jitsu and fulfillment as well. Mm -hmm. We talked already a little bit about fulfillment, but it's interesting to, to hit that topic as well. But another exercise that you can do, this is something that 
I'm doing a little bit more and that I started doing a little bit a few years ago that I learned from a person that, that reads a lot is either read a lot of biographies and read the story of a person that came from the totally bottom or read about the World War II, read about someone that survived in, mm-hmm. in the Holocaust, read about people that really struggle in yeah. something that we like respect. Like someone that you respect, like, geez, the story mm-hmm. is incredible. So you can do that exercise. We, as a human beings, we can relate and not, not only relate, but can imagine that situation and can feel their pain. So we are uh, empathetic like that. So you can use that that book, a movie, a series, just have that, uh, that moment there. Instead of being entertained, just absorb their story and their feeling and appreciate your life a little bit more in that part. Mm-hmm. And then another thing that you can do is talk to your grandparents, talk to people that are a little bit older that have more experience and hear their story. Listen to them, and that's something that I do with my grandparents. Mm-hmm. Listening to them, how, how they lived life before, how I was living on, on Venezuela before. They were a little bit better, of course. But just listening to their story is cool. It's you just not only learn from yourself because they're your family, but if you have another older person, uh, maybe a family friend, or you can, uh, there's a, uh, the, another guy that I listened to that says, like, he went when he was a child, he went to, um, how do, they, how do they call that um, their retired homes so they went to retired homes and literally sat down and talked to elderly people to just listen to the story yeah. and have perspective on that part yeah so I do that often ways. I do that often like you do that in, in London too there's yeah. many students that yeah, yeah. Cool. I do that place. often like I see people in the traffic light asking for money and uh, I evaluate them a little bit from far first and see if they are regular in that spot, uh, doing that same thing. And then eventually I stop by and I talk to them. And uh, I end up making a very good friend. His name is Tato. He been hit by a car three times, 30 years ago. Two of these cars that hit him was DUI, people driving under the influence. And uh, he lost the mobility of his legs. And he's 55 years old now, and uh, he's the happiest person alive. You know, Tato is a guy that I, today he's a very good friend of mine. I met him in a traffic light a long time ago when I just arrived in Houston. And uh, it's crazy, you know, when you hang out with him. You know, I take like at least one day a month to hang out with Tato and spend, get him in my car, we go around, we go get some food, he helped me with some stuff that he can do. And uh, it really, it really, really make me feel better. Every time I spend time with Tato, I call him often, you know, especially when I'm having a bad day, bad day, you know, like you wake up and you're kind of not really happy what you have, you know, I call Tato and, hey, Tato, what's going on? My friend, how are you? Oh my God, I'm so happy today. How's you? How, how are you doing? Can you, can you see each other? Can you hang out? You know, so it's good for you to have a person that can ground you, you know, and a phone call that you can call and you see like, oh man, this guy is happy, you know, even that he was, he didn't, he was not as lucky as I was, you know, I mean like, at least nobody hit my car three times and got me disabled, like yeah. happened to him, you know, it was not his fault at all, you know, it was not his fault, he was a good, good person, he's still a good person today, but he was unlucky that he had this situation happen to him three times. 
three times. The first time he got he lost the move of the legs. The second time he really messed up with his kidneys. And then the third time again he got all messed up and all injured by the third person that hit his car, you know. And uh, it's crazy how much that's fill me up and give me this perspective like how lucky am I? You know, I ask myself like, oh my God, and I share that with him. I tell him like, Tato, I feel so lucky and I am so lucky that I feel the need of share that with you. You know, I feel the need of sit with you, have a plate of food and just talk about life and absorb this happiness of this person, you know, that he's always happy, always happy. You know, he's been dealing a lot of, with a lot of pain lately, you know, his, his, health, his health status is not as good as it used to be, you know, so I have seen Tato in not in that same vibe that he used to be, you know, he's been like, like complaining more because he's been in pain all the time, you know, it's harder for him, you know, like imagine like you're going through all of this in life, he can't work, he can't do anything because of somebody else's irresponsibility, you know, somebody that didn't thought about drink and drive and mess with this guy's life. You know, his brother is a lieutenant of the Houston police and, uh, and yeah, he lives alone. You how, know, is, he li- how are you doing right now? He's still in the hospital? Mm, yeah, he often back to the hospital, you know, like always dealing with his health lately. And uh, I introduced him to new foods because he's having problems with his digestion. So I introduced him to new foods, to chia pudding and cooking some more vegetables because he have this plain diet routine of eating chicken rice. You know, that's what he eat every day. So his bowel movements start to go slower. So I'm trying to introduce him to new foods and and he appreciate that a lot. You know, like just the fact that I, I went to his house a couple of times and to check like how he can cook so I could adapt and teach him how to cook some kind of foods, you know, and go to the grocery store and show him what I buy and, you know, it's uh, make you think a lot where you are, you know, like where I am right now. Am I happy? Do I have a lot or not? If you think you don't, look back, find somebody that it's behind you and extend your hand and help that person and definitely gonna bring you a fulfilling uh, feeling, you know, like just gonna make you feel better and gonna make you give more value for what you have and have this perspective of somebody that don't have what you do. You know, and uh, when when you train jiu-jitsu and you get injured, for example, right? You train every day and then you hurt your finger and then you cannot train for three weeks, for example. Wow, that's gonna make you think like, oh man, my <laughs> finger, you know, I could be training here, you know, so life is made of it, you know, so explore that side and and uh, gonna make you grow, believe me, yeah. gonna make you really grow. I'm really happy to be able to share this experience. My wife, she's an American born and uh, she didn't have the same experience that I have, you know, but I think she's very thankful to share life with me and I can introduce her to this experience that I have, you know, and share that with my family. My son is the same, you know, sometimes you complain about stuff and I sit and I talk with him, you know, I sit and I talk and I listen to him 
And uh, of course, I learned a lot from them the same way, you know, we learn from each other from different perspective, you know, I, I try to take advantage on their life experience and I see that they try to take advantage on my life experience. And I think that's a great balance in my family. You know, I have been blessed with the family that I have here, you know, and uh, my marriage is, I can call that a perfect marriage right now, especially, you know, we're going through a lot of up and downs and we mastered it in a way that today we are living a dream of a relationship. You know, we are so connected, me and my wife and my kids, that's, ah, it's, it's crazy, you know, how, how happy I am. And because I give a lot of value for that too, because we had this all these up and downs, you know, in the beginning, mm. different cultures, we learning from each other, we understand each other in a different way. And now that we achieve, we achieve this better relation and better understanding, you know, we give a lot of value for that, you know. Maybe if we have that perfect marriage right in the beginning, you know, and have that for several years and then something happened, yeah. it would be different. There's nothing know? to compare. And then there's something that and we were talking before uh, on the mass today that if you have um, a, day, a daily day, and you ask someone like, hey, do you have a one to 10 ratio? And then how will you say that your life is or your day is? Yeah. And, and there's, a, there's a lot of people that, oh, it's it's amazing. It's, it's, it's a 10 or no, it's a yeah, one, it's a two. Yeah, that just to me. And, and then sometimes this is something that I, that I heard from, from somebody that is preferably to stay into like a seven to eight ratio day to day or life. Because the only way that you can go is up, always. But if you stay too low, then you're depressed. But if you stay in that range, that seven to eight range, you're grateful, you're content and everything, you, you're great. But you still can go to nine and 10. Yeah. But you never go, like the life, the idea of life is to always have a, not have a roof at all. So you always have that freedom of, oh, there's always more. But um, this is something I realized uh, my, uh, with myself like two weeks ago. That most people have like oh i'm i'm positive or i'm realistic or i'm pessimist or i'm this and one thing that i call the attitude that i have created for myself this already existed for many people but that i created for me is gratefully realistic and that means uh, i'm living every day gratefully super content and happy that I, what i have but realistically looking at what I have and what I don't have and the things that that I can do better and the things that I'm doing wrong and so I still have that level of content seven to not to mm -hmm. eight but that realistic level uh, that realistic mindset as well the other part gives me the oh, I can go to nine to ten or it can be six five and four so I have that both sides that grateful that keeps me level keeps me constant uh, uh, that consistency of gratefulness and everything and then from the realistic gives me balance to mm -hmm. okay this is one thing that I can do good and not be delusional on everything is perfect everything is right. fine uh, everything is gonna be um, like my luck or uh, the energy or the secret is gonna uh, all the vibes and stuff like it's gonna guide me no no I just take it uh, as it is and go from that part and that's helped me a lot to be in the place that I have now, that I'm, I'm now, that is one of the best that I was saying in Jackson, this is gonna be the best year. 
and then the next year is gonna be the other best year, and then yeah. the next, every year is gonna become much better it's and better. It's crazy better. how good this year going for us. We already achieved our year goal in the first three months, and uh, there is nine more months ahead, right? Yeah. So it, it is something that 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 we that we are like trying to. This one of the reasons that we share the podcast because we wanted to share the 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 ups and the downs and sharing the story and everything so we can we can only there's something that it motivates me to do this like our kids are going to see this yeah and our grandkids are going to yeah. see this so it's cool to have this like Indy is going to be 18 this. and see this yeah. like she, when she was three four we just had uh, our first three years in uh, with academy and i'm 25 right now you're right now like uh, 42 right mm-hmm. so it's, in, imagine like she's 18 and then we're going to be 30 and then jackson's going to be 50 so it's documenting stuff that is cool to yeah. see when we were younger and Indy will have perspective to see you doing all that stuff and my kids will have perspective when I started and yeah. I can see like look I started this was, yeah. yeah so it's cool to have this type of stuff and document yeah this type of ideas and brainstorms that Jackson and I have so we can show our kids to have perspective when when they're older yeah so everything connects everything connects yeah it's um it's really good to share these ideas you know and um, again if you have any comments or any feedback to give to us you know and uh, remember that there is always somebody in a worse position than you you know there is always somebody fighting to be where you are right now calling yourself unhappy yeah. calling life hard there is somebody right now fighting to have that hard, hard life of yours. Mm-hmm. Okay, so try to appreciate, try to master this mindset. Look back, extend your hand for other people who is in need. Okay, sometimes it's not giving cash. Sometimes you sit and listen, you know. Yeah. Tell me what you feel. I see. Let me, let me listen what you have. Let me listen to your problem. Yeah. You know, 10, 15 minutes of your day for somebody, a phone call. You know, register yourself for suicidal program, somebody that needs to talk with you. You know, a random person that's gonna give you a phone call and you're gonna be able to value things that you have more. There is so many ways to improve life and become a better person out there. It's just a matter of fact of you go and look for it. You know, we are, lucky to have born in a poor country and didn't have any opportunities that may sound a little weird you know like how you lucky to born in that place but i consider that i'm very lucky to born there so we can have this perspective of life today and life before Mm. you know some people think like i'm so lucky to have to be born in this rich family I have a dad, I have a mom, I have everything, but sometimes luck is not really that, you know, maybe if you didn't have that, but you fought your way through it and now you have it, maybe that should be considered more lucky. Yeah. you have anything else for us to wrap it up? Yeah, to close it up, um, there's a movie that I was watching that, uh, it was like a horror movie or something like that, but the... I think the villain of the movie or something like that they were the the person was saying that broken people are the ones that are perfect mm-hmm. because broken people and we all broken by the way but broken people understand understand that there's yeah. a struggle there's a there's a 
there's a pain there mm -hmm. but there's a beauty to that to us that we were broken broken that we lived in a country that we had enough and everything that we came here mm -hmm. to feel the pieces that we needed to be filled with the whole pieces now and the puzzle so we can be happier so i wanted to give a little context on again on the perspective that doesn't mean people that don't don't lift a life that it, that wasn't like ours that maybe the simple things were lacking um, in, in my part, it wasn't lacking. I feel that yours wasn't like you like food or stuff like that. But just the experience of living in Brazil and living in Venezuela gave us that uh, perspective part. But the problems of the situation that most kids and, and American-born people that don't have much of those uh, problems, they're still real problems to you because that's the only thing that you have seen. So you still have those real problems for you. There's still like problems in social media and stuff like that bullying in, in social media. There's fightings in the school a little bit more often that the kids have, have telling us. So there's real problems for those kids. And if you're a parent and you lived before in a country that you feel like like us that, oh, but, uh, and the kid is just com uh, complaining about something that happened in school and that we feel like it's not a real problem. It is for them because they don't know anything yeah. else. So. That's something that we have to think about. That's why I'm I'm giving you that context because I want you to feel that there were real problems. Everybody has problems, but when you balance yourself in between the two and understand that there's worse, so you can balance yourself back to the middle, and then you go too high, and then okay, I need to come down a little bit. I can't be too much in the ten ratio. I need to come back and go balance. You life is always in the spectrum of balance, so you're trying to be in the middle, so you can always uh, keep that uh, keep your life in the in between those spectrum. Either too either too high, it's too too much. Either too low, it's too low. So you're trying to live in that spectrum, um, in the center, and we under and 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 not to get caught up. So that's what what the context of this topic it is. So that way you know, you don't get confused. On what we're talking about our, about our perspective um like jackson said you can leave a comment you can leave any mm -hmm. topic that you have uh, in mind and then and then yeah have that in mind a little bit read books talk to people help other people give maybe a little bit of chance and we're going to talk about next time um about a little bit of emotional intelligence and everything so it's super super interesting because this piece is important for that and if you want to help more people and you want to be happier, feel your pieces in the puzzle first, be happy yourself first, and then you're gonna give freely and more, and, and you're gonna enjoy it even more. So be, feel your pieces, know what you need, and then from there you can give even more to other people, and then you're gonna be even happier because you're filled, the other person is a little bit filled, so you're gonna fill them a little bit with your vibe, like tattooed it. Tattooed it doesn't need much. Just needs a little bit for him to be happy. And that's what he did for Jackson. Jackson needs a little bit on those days. Tato needs a little bit in those days. And he called Jackson. So both of them feel each other in that part. And you can do that same, that same thing. So it's cool. Yes. Right? Thank you very much. I appreciate you guys' time. If you listen to us now, it's because you heard for the whole podcast. <laughs> and uh, we are really, so really much. happy to be sharing that with everybody. Thank yeah. you very much. Thank you. And I see you next time.